It's time to go beyond the headlines Cause I don't put in overtime Just so I can headline Okay, now it's Fox Sports I'm live with Renee Going hard every day Sports rapping every play Different segments for your favorites Coming at you daily With positive vibes Yeah, we some game changers Basketball, football, soccer With different interviews You never know who may pop up Listen <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of Beyond the Headlines. I'm your host, Renee Washington. This show is brought to you by Fox Sports Radio. And I am so excited because last episode, we had a chance to get into sneakers, NFL, NBA, college football with TJ Keith Today, we're going to continue on with the football talk because there's been so much going on around the NFL. So there's one team of the of them all that seems to always have a lot going on, and that's the Carolina Panthers. So I'm excited that we're going to have a sports wrap for this episode with my colleague and dear friend, Sheena Quick, who also works with Fox Sports, 1340 AM, 96.9 FM, and does a tremendous job in her sports coverage as well, working with Fox 46 out of Charlotte and just continuing to cover the Panthers year after year. So joining us today for the Sports Wrap, we've got Sheena Quick bringing us some updates around the NFL. What's up? It's Microphone Rocky, and here's our host, Renee Washington, with our Sports Wrap covering news, updates, and everything else you need to know around the league. All right. So from Carolina, well, are you out of Carolina? Actually, I just realized. I am. I'm in Charlotte. I thought so. Um, from Adam Charlotte, let me try that again. From Adam Charlotte, my dear friend, colleague, Queen, who is always killing it, whether it's her oh. outfits that are incredible <laughs> on the sidelines or her coverage, Sheena Quick. And welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. And you guys know I have three kids. So I had to move this from my office to upstairs because at any given moment, you guys are going to hear them start yelling and screaming because there's three boys. So I don't know how you do it. First, let's tap into the holidays. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. How were your holidays? Mom of three boys. I did. did. And I hope yours was awesome. Also, it was a little bit of time to relax before, you know, Miami happened. But um <laughs> But yeah, it was it was a good time. I had I had fun. Yes, it was much needed for sure. I know I, this morning I was like, oh, it's Monday already. <laughs> this little holiday right. break flew by. by so fast. It went by so fast. Oh yeah. Oh yes. So it's it's definitely um, now time to look forward to the next holiday. <laughs> um, but and look, like the years flown by. It's crazy. Oh it's already going to be twenty twenty two. In like a couple of weeks. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's insane when you think about it because it feels like it just is. yesterday we were complaining about the craziness of 2020 and here we are almost in 2022. I'm like, where is time going? It's just flying by. But it really is. It really uh, is. Look, as you mentioned, you are also juggling and doing a lot of great things, you know, as a yeah. sports reporter, but also as a mom. And I know that it's something that I have conversations with a number of professionals, not even just in our industry, but in general, that yeah. struggle with that balance of parenthood, especially motherhood, and you know your job and your career. Because right. there's always been the stigma of like it's one or the other. You can't have both. Well, you have both, okay, and you're making it work. So, what really works for you in raising three boys to juggle that with your career? 
Well, my boys are all in the sport. So that actually helps. And it's one of the reasons that I ventured over into sports because my degrees in education are in accounting and marketing. So a lot of people didn't know that. And that's what the industry I was working in until around May of 2016. So um, this is my sixth season with the Panthers. I kind of just jumped right into that. But um, it was something that I wanted to do. It started as a hobby. And it was something that, you know, I knew my boys would enjoy. It was something that we could do together, um, especially after being divorced. I was a single mom of three and um, just being able to take them with me to work things and stuff like that. They're, they've been able to be exposed to things that I may not have been able to afford to take them to mm. a couple of years ago. And it's, it kind of meshed all together. So um, I don't really have, I wouldn't say it's a separation of juggling the two because I kind of make them both work at the same time like together um so to speak like you know cam's first game back in in carolina was um not last week this past weekend but the week before and my kids are cam fans so of course i was able to take them with me and tailgate and stuff like that and it's just sports is something that i bond with them over so it doesn't really feel like work and it doesn't feel like i'm losing anything mm-hmm. because um especially being a single mom if my if it doesn't fit around my kid's schedule, I can't do it. Like that's just period. That's something that I decided that I, I finally have the financial freedom to be able to say that. Um, if, if if there's no balance, there's there's no Sheena. Like, mm. I don't I don't miss anything. I don't miss award ceremonies. I don't miss track meets. I don't miss football games. I don't miss any of that stuff. So it has to fit around that. And thankfully. Um, I've been blessed to be in situations where they understand that, you know, with the mm-hmm. Panthers and things like that, they, they really work well with me. Um, big three, I do that in the summer. I bring them with me sometimes and they work really well with that. You know, it's kind of like a family atmosphere. Everybody's kind of watching them on the sidelines as I do oh. my thing. So it, it, it works. I love that. of Just being able to, you know, merge your two worlds. And that is, I think the yeah. biggest thing is a lot of people act like there's gotta be almost a separation of the two oh, of like yeah. work I, and I life and it makes sense especially being as you said as you said that your kids are all into sports so now yeah. this is them being able to get access like you said to things that many kids don't even have access to if you're at victory games panthers games you know you're up close watching cam play and watching yeah. your favorite teams play to be able to do that is a way that you're now not only finding that balance but you're also giving them great memories and experiences that like on one end we're all thinking of like Sheena's juggling being a single mom. On the other end, your yeah. boys are probably like, we're living our best life. And my right, mom right. because of my games. It's so funny, Renee, because I'm like, guys, I don't want you guys to think that this is totally, completely normal to be right. sitting next to Dr. J at a big three game and Clyde Drexler is across the court. You know, that that doesn't happen. And um, it's so funny. I'm waiting for them to notice that their last Pro Bowl football um, from 2020 yeah, 2020 before everything went shut down, they don't even know where it's at. Like I found it behind the TV in the game room and this has like, you know, signatures of future Hall of Famers. And it's just something that they've grown used to. And I'm like, I wonder when they're gonna tell me that they can't find, and then here's Aiden turning the light off. <laughs> How ironic as we're talking about single motherhood, because then it turns the light off. I love it. Just getting a small sample of like, we're seeing calm oh and there's more chaos. <laughs> I've just kind of learned to just go with the flow, oh, yeah, roll with the to. punches. And that's one of the hardest things being a Virgo is that like- Tell me about it. We're perfectionists. 
And um, that's one of the things that I kind of had to let go that when you're a parent and especially when you have boys, things ain't going to be perfect. Like you're just going to have to roll with the punches. He's probably going to turn this light off again at some <laughs> point in time. He's lingering right here. He's not saying anything right now, but he's lingering. <laughs> he's so like ready to, to do something. <laughs> listen, he's like, what can I do that's going to be subtle but felt? Right. And it just fills me. But um, but yeah, that's that's one of the things. Just kind of realizing that it's never ever going to be perfect. You adapt mm-hmm. and you roll with it. Look, I'm a Virgo. I fully understand the struggle that we deal with every day of oh wanting God, everything to be the worst. People it don't is, understand. Okay, it's hard. It's a gift it and a curse. Hard. Like <laughs> on one hand, you're very thorough. Um, you know, if you have a Virgo working on something, you know, it's going to be thorough. They're diligent. They're going right. to look over it four, five, six, seven, eight times. But on the flip side of that, he's like, man, I've looked at this three times and I know it's fine, but I'm going to have to look at it again. Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's not, time. <laughs> oh my God, it's the worst. I'm like, man, I have to afford myself extra time because I know I'm going to look at this one more time before I press in. So <laughs> it's a gift and a yes. curse for sure. That it is. That it is. So look, as you talk about being able to roll with the punches, just being able to have that, um, balance and that flexibility there it is that balance and that flexibility of knowing that as a single mom with three boys anything could happen at any given time they could shut the lights off on you and think it's how old is, is this son I need to know he's <laughs> five son? and I was wondering how he was doing this but he has the little clicker mm-hmm. I'm like wait a minute I don't know if they I don't know where Santa Claus is on on in your house but oh we have Buddy Rowe the, the elf on the shelf okay yeah, his, his name is Buddy's Buddy Rowe. we're definitely from the south Buddy, <laughs> Buddy, Buddy Rowe Buddy Rowe <laughs> Buddy Rowe's watching okay <laughs> Buddy Rowe is watching I love it I love it well what are your tips then and I also got to just shout out our friends that are tuning in um ready red welcome mike nice to have you here as always ride or die oh, right he's there so super supportive so he's supportive. So i love supportive. it i love oh, it, and Joshua. Joshua. it. <laughs> love to see it love to see it i want you to share some of your tips because um you know as i as i was talking about it is hard for a number of people you know you talked about making that leap from education into sports reporting six years ago as a parent and even the financial stability needed to be able to take a leap you know, and that's hard in this industry, as we all know, you don't always get the checks and the, and you know, the financial aspect that you want when you are just getting started. There's a lot of investment. No, you do not. <laughs> so what are your tips for that balance that you have? Because self-care is important. And as you were even sharing, making sure what you're doing aligns with who you are. Like I always tell people, you have to have that line of what you're willing to tolerate, what works for you. You can't. Yes, you have to be willing to say yes, but you also have to know when to say no. You know, there are some times yeah. it doesn't make sense for you. So for you, right. how do you balance that self-care of just being able to to juggle? What are your tips? Um, health. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> As we're literally talking about motherhood and like being a single parent, your five-year-old is like doing his thing. I oh, love man. it. <laughs> man, my safe haven is the gym. Oh, okay. um, I was an athlete in college. I ran track. So um, again, like sports. To me, this doesn't feel like a job. Mm. It's something that I would be doing anyway. I would be watching games. I would be having my own opinion about what they should be doing and why aren't they doing that. And like, so it's never like work for me, but um, like sports and physical activity are always the aspect of my life. But my balance 
um, especially with trying to like meet everybody's schedule, my schedule, um, just different deadlines as far as like, you know, being a journalist and things like that. My safe haven is the gym. It's the time that I can unplug from, you know, social media. I can unplug from calls. Now I'm going to have my music thumping because I, you know, I mean, I'm in the gym selling drugs in my head. So I'm going <laughs> right. to have that. I'm going to have, I'm definitely like a trap queen in the gym. Like no one knows what's coming out of these headphones, but that's literally been my stabilizer. I work out five times a week unless the schedule just is, is, is crazy. Um, luckily for me, it's, it, it works out because my youngest is a kindergartner and my gym is literally next to his school. So Ooh. it makes no sense for me to take him to school and not go to the gym. That's kind of how I hold myself accountable. I'm like, girl, it's right there. You got to go. Like, You got to go to the gym. Yeah. So, please stop (laughs) (laughs) you're like okay third time (laughs) goodness goodness (laughs) right like go to sleep (laughs) but yeah that's that's one of my forms of self-care is um the gym and another form that I really discovered that I really I mean I've always liked to cook but like I really really cook now through COVID your videos and stuff I cook a lot <laughs> I love food like that is so that kind of goes hand in hand I need to work out because I like to eat I mean mm. I like to eat good I like to eat a lot and I like to eat good so those would be like kind of my um you know things that I do for leisure I work out and I cook I love it mm-hmm. I love it and again going back to even what you said before like a, a constant theme and everything for you is like to create that balance and making sure it makes sense. You know, if the gym is next yeah. to Aiden's elementary school and you're dropping him off in kindergarten and going to work out, it's not like you're driving another hour to then go work out. It's convenient. It's, it's making super sure it convenient. does all sense for you, your family, your needs, and making sure that it does, you know, give you that that balance. And then as you're sharing, and then as Sheena's giving the look now, y'all, the first time was cute. The second time was okay. Now she's like, okay. Like, now it's like, come on now. Come on now. Come on, Aiden. You ain't um, even, he ain't even that interested in me when I'm not doing this. You know what? Like, I will say this. For kids and pets, when the camera is rolling in these virtual shows and oh, meetings, that is their show time. time. It is show <laughs> They're like, it here is I am. Time. <laughs> here I am it is time to get it popping yeah but um but yeah I mean I just make sure everything kind of just fits in place like a puzzle piece I have a little mm-hmm. and I, I leave room for you know spontaneity because I know that some things happen and you know things like that you know might have a have a, a little last minute adjustment which again as a Virgo I'm getting better at that I used to be such a control freak when it came to that but I'm getting a lot getting a lot better so um myself like I feel this so much (laughs) uh, like it's funny because we even have to schedule out time and like leave room for spontaneity like I have breaks in my schedule where I'm like I could take a nap I could go for a walk I could listen to music that's my spontaneous time of like do whatever but that's how we operate (laughs) then we have to have our alone time Oh, we have my. to have our alone time. Thank you. I'm an and introvert so, and extrovert. I always listen, tell people. I love people, but I don't. I love and yeah, I, I love people, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I literally just want to listen to music. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I hate talking on the phone. So no one should ever, ever take that personal. I will text you to the cows come home. 
because I can do other stuff. I like to multitask. I can do other stuff while I'm texting yes. you and still yes. be engaged in the conversation. But if I'm talking to you and I really need to engage and listen to what you're saying, that means that I, I can't do anything else. And mm. that, you know, I'm, I'm constantly moving. So like text me all day. i'll text you all day and even like being in accounting like it was so funny because one of my friends was laughing um they had it was some kind of kind of article out that particular year and it was like the top careers for people who don't like people and accounting was number one i said see they know me so well so well so well well. okay now that because it makes sense to me look the issue is like this is what I try to, that nobody understands, but us Virgos, and not to make this a Zodiac horoscope conversation, but it's the truth, is that I'm all about maximizing my time. If yes. something does not make sense for my time, I'm not for it. So even things like, like the whole cliche of like sitting on the phone with your girlfriend and we're like, uh, I can't even finish sentence. And we're just like gossiping. No, I can't do that mm-hmm. because there are so many other things I could be doing. So I could be like texting you from my computer probably while I'm doing something else. While, while I'm doing something things. else. And I can still be engaged in the conversation because I can and read and look at what you, I can read and look at what you said exactly. instead of like, if I'm on the phone, you might catch the first <laughs> time you catch it. That's crazy for me. Go ahead and wrap that thing on up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. When I start with the generic response. Wow. Or that's wild. At oh, that yeah. point, go ahead and wrap up your conversation because I'm not listening. I love hate people. I say that almost, I think I say that like once a day now because I just don't like the extraness. I don't like the I don't like small top. talk. I don't like yeah. small talk. I don't like the yeah. wasted things, like things that are for show. Like I'm cut to the point. Like let's let's keep it moving like, here. What, what, do like, you, what do you need? <laughs> right. Like let's get to the point here. Like I text and call by necessity. Okay. Unless you're so, like my man, like maybe, or like family, sometimes. sometimes see, that's I'm how, like, I'll, that's how I know. I'll, that's how I'll know that I'm really feeling somebody. Right? If I talk to you on the phone, <laughs> you just might be important. If I answer you are the phone, important. you listen. And if I continue to text you over time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Look, once you get a phone call, you know that I you're somebody of importance at this point because I definitely Listen. will text or or not text you because you're not important. So for friends, for family, like family gets it every once in a while too because y'all like to sit and have the family FaceTimes and I'm not about it. I love Listen, you guys, but... It's so bad that my mom, um, she'll be like, I, this could be anybody texting me from your phone. I need to know that this is you. That's and I'm like, girl... <laughs> I am alive. I need to FaceTime so I know it's you. I'm like, mom. Right. She's like, I haven't talked to you all Here's day. My face. I, don't believe, <laughs> I don't believe this is Sheena. Someone could kidnap you. And then I'll call her and she will want absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. won't want anything at all. And I'm like, Ooh. so. Fuck y'all. Us Virgos are out here trying to do big things. Okay. And some of y'all like the, all the chatty Cathy's out there that like to just talk and shoot the breeze. Don't shoot the breeze near me. Yes. Miss me with that. If I'm calling you, it's of importance. Like I really want to talk, or I'm I'm in a space where I'm like maybe I've I've scheduled for that free time, and I'll allow you to call me during that free time. But that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and look, I know you could probably relate to this. If you are watching me cover something <laughs> via live tweet, live stream, whatever it is, do not text or DM me. 
Don't DM me. Especially do not DM me talking about can I go tell the coaches X, Y, Z. I am not in the headset. I'm in the press box. I'm flattered that you guys think I have that type of power or influence. Let them know. Let them know. I'm watching a game like you. I'm just watching from a different place. Right. My team is a little different. I cannot tell Phil Snow to blitz. (laughs) I can't tell him that. I can't tell Joe Brady to run the ball. They're not beside me. I promise. They're not beside me. Oh, Lord. Okay, we can definitely get this going <laughs> with a Virgo venting show because, look, us Virgos are tired of some We're of the tired, shenanigans. Man. We are tired, man. We're tired of shenanigans. And it's the holidays. This is not the time to want to call and text and check in and talk about nothing. It's and still talk a, about a nothing. Very you will get X off that Christmas list so fast. Yes. And don't hit me with the you're always busy. Yes, I am. Stop very calling. Much so. Very much so. You better text it. Better if it's that important, it. you better send me a text. If it's, if it's urgent, send me a text. I'll respond quicker to that than I will answer a phone call. Oh I will God, ignore your phone quicker. call and answer the text because I just yeah. don't Yeah, especially if I'm listening to music because then I got to watch the phone finish ringing because I don't want you to see that I sent you the voicemail. So I got to watch the phone finish ringing so yep. that I can get back to what, to my music. And if I'm listening to Sade or something, like don't interrupt that vibe. Don't interrupt that vibe. I just kicked myself out. Apparently, I was so into it. So um, (laughs) (laughs) I literally just kicked myself out. So yes, I mean, that's, I will literally, because then I don't want to actually hit answer. I have to literally make sure I'm like, okay, let it ring, let it ring, let it ring. Okay, it's done. And then I'll, and then I got to wait to text you because I don't want it to seem like I just missed your call. I got to wait like X amount of minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're nice, Renee, because I don't do that. Oh, see, I will give you a grace period of a few minutes. Because sometimes people call back and that really annoys me. Yeah. Now, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I didn't answer. I'm like, oh, I'm in the gym or, you know, I do that sometimes. No, I I will do that. In a meeting, in a call, you know. Yeah. So we're not that bad. We'll at least tell you why we ain't answer the phone. Yeah. Now that we will do. We communicate. We do communicate. We're not those other, those other signs that like to just leave gray areas and don't communicate things. We will let you know exactly why we're not answering your call. But for some more Virgo venting from Sheena and Renee, you're going to have to tune in another time. Um, let's get into another <laughs> <Right>. trigger. <laughs> let's get into right. another trigger because um, the Carolina Panthers, um, as you mentioned, your week was going great. Thanksgiving, leftovers the next day, you're enjoying it. Black Friday, you're with the family, you're with the kids. And then the Panthers faced Miami, which should have been a nice, I'm thinking that's, I thought that that was going to be a good game. And I thought that it was one that the Panthers were going to win. Not by a lot. I figured they would win by like maybe three or six points. But I did not expect to see, and I called it in my post game, I called it a molly whopping. I know a lot of people have not heard that term in a long time. Um, Bash I heard will tell you that they got curb stomped. (laughs) Um, It was just horrible. I just, nothing could have prepared me for that type of game. Um, even though they had just come off the loss from Washington football team, there were still glimmers of hope. Cam Newton was was grasping the offense. Um, right. The defense kind of wet the bed against um, the Washington football team. But this is a unit that, you know, I felt like could bounce back against Miami. I was wrong. <laughs> I'll admit yeah. I'll admit when I'm wrong. And I was wrong. Um, and the thing about it is, I don't think anyone that watches the National Football League or has even glanced in on a Miami game in the past three to four weeks and thought that they weren't going to blitz the Panthers. 
that's what their defense does. It's been effective for them. Um, and the Panthers were like the perfect team to do that to because you have a new-ish quarterback where, you know, of course, Cam Newton is this is his second stint with the Panthers, but it's an all-new playbook, all-new offensive um, offensive coordinator. And, you know, he had only been with the team, like maybe, what, 18 to 20 days or something like that? Only a couple, you know, days of practice, um, less than 10 full days of practice with this playbook. And they have a faulty offensive line. So that is just like blood in the water to a team that wants to blitz. And that's what we saw happen. It was literally shark-infested waters down in South Beach mm. when it came to the Panthers. Forget it, the Dolphins. They, they were sharks out they there. Were, it was they were bad. Miami Park. It was bad, Renee. Like, this score doesn't even show. Not pointing to the screen. This score doesn't even, like, really reflect how bad that game was. That's probably the worst game that I have seen the Panthers play in at least 15 years. 10 to 15? Yeah. 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 I mean, look, the the fact that Cam Newton had such a bad game, like there's a lot to unpack here. And we'll oh, get to, to Christian McCaffrey in a, in a you know later on. But the fact that Cam Newton had such a bad game, when you look at his first game back, first two plays comes in, scores against Arizona. It's like, I'm back, like great. Then against Washington, yeah. like you said, like it was a it was a loss. I actually thought the Panthers were going to win that game too, um, but they didn't. Whatever. Yeah. But it was still like it was a good it was a good loss if that's a thing. And no, I, I in that game too. You know, he had um, a rushing touchdown. He threw for two. He played well. And then Sunday happened, and I don't know what changed. What happened from your? You know, you work. You've worked with the team. For years, you've been there in the trenches with them through all the ups and downs. What did you feel like really changed this week from the last two weeks that this team went from like a good team to watch, could possibly turn a corner when McCaffrey came back, you get Cam, you're like thinking we're, we're doing something. And then the Miami Sharks ate them. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> you asked what changed? Everything changed. They literally got pummeled in every phase of the game. Um, you know, you see Miami's first 14 points came off turnovers. The um, block punt that was recovered into the end zone. So you're already down seven. I mean, immediately. Panthers responded. You know, they go down. They get that deep ball to DJ Moore. You know, and then Cam goes in for the one-yard touchdown. We're tied up at seven. That was the last good thing to happen. I mean, yeah, they they kind of snuck that field goal in right before halftime. That was kind of a gimme with the – um the fumble recovery setting up the 40 right. some yard field goal. That, that was kind of a gimme. And it just that they were down 11 at the half, but that 11 might as well have been 100. <laughs> um, you know, Cam only had five completions. Um, and there were a number, there were so many batted down passes and pass deflections, but I, that was a stat that I hadn't really looked at. I didn't know that Miami um, was leading the league in pass deflections before that game. I, I didn't know that. But th there just so much went wrong. Special teams went wrong. Um, the offensive line was like a plug and play. You had so many guys playing out of position, which has always been a weak spot for the Panthers. But it's more glaring for a Cam Newton that doesn't know the offense quite. I mean, I'm not going to say doesn't know the offense, but hasn't been acclimated to the offense for more than, you know, a couple of weeks. It's only his second time starting. 
And um, then Christian McCaffrey goes out. He tweaks his ankle in the first half. So you use, you lose a blocker. You lose a check down. Even the check down passes were getting batted away once Christian McCaffrey left the game. Um, you have the t- you lost the turnover battle and the defense, which is normally the strong suit of this team, couldn't stop a nosebleed. Um, they're having issues with wide receiver ones. They're having mm-hmm. issues. You know, you saw Terry McLaurin do whatever he wanted to do the week mm-hmm. before. You saw Jalen Waddle do whatever he wanted to do just yesterday. Um, Tua completed over 80 percent of his passes. You know, they didn't get gashed on in the run game like they did against Washington, but it didn't matter. They got gashed over the top. Um, they looked very unspirited. They did not look into the, like they didn't look there. There was no spark. And I said that there was a lack of energy. But when I look at it again from a different standpoint and hearing what the coaches say, what the players say and what they're not saying, I'm wondering at this point, Renee, if instead of a lack of effort, it's a lack of confidence in that coaching staff. That's what I'm wondering, because you'll see them come out. The offensive line had what was arguably their best game against the Arizona Cardinals. The very next game, you shuffled the starting lineup on the offensive line when you finally got something that would work. Why? Uh Why? When something seems to be working, they abandon it. Um, Phil Snow's defense, they had we always talked about the youth and the speed on this de- on this team on the defensive side of the ball. We were used to a swarming, aggressive type defense. Even in that Dallas game, you still saw the swarming aggressive type defense, and that's gone. You know, they're looking uh sluggish on a lot of plays. Um, they're getting beat in coverage badly, whether they're in man or in zone. Um, they're not making these adjustments and as the games go on, it's like, okay, this is our plan. We're sticking to it. Even if it doesn't work, we're going to die on that hill. And it's just, I I don't know how, how they're going to fix that. That's, that's a top down type of issue. And I don't know if they're going to get a hold of that in time. Because you know, you, they have one of the league's toughest remaining schedules. And yeah. honestly, they needed to beat Washington. They definitely needed to beat Miami. Yeah, they're clinging to 2-0 in the division, but you got to play Tampa Bay twice. Yeah. You have to go to New Orleans. And, you know, they're hosting the Falcons after the bye week, and it's customary for them to split with the Falcons. Are they going to win when in Bank of America? Who knows? Because we don't know what the identity of this team is anymore. We don't know if the defense is going to show up because Matt Ryan is still Matt Ryan. You know, people can dog him with the 28 to threes. And, you know, I'm the first one to say that the Falcons are going to Falcon. But at the end of the day, Matt Ryan can light you up. He can light Mm -hmm. you up if you're having issues in the secondary. So I I don't even have, um, I don't even feel like I can intelligently give you a prediction of how they finish this year out because I don't know what team is going to show up. Oh, I think that's the fairest I can, I can say. You know, is they look lost. That, yeah. That's why I was like, oh man, I'm like, are they just giving up? Like, is it a lack of effort? But if somebody's telling you to continue to do something that is not working, you might have that. Appro- We've been a long time that time with no light. You know, the light not going. Um, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> We we, we 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 went all the way through the Panthers. I guess somebody didn't like what I had to say. Then but, it was um, like enough. Like, look, look, enough of this. Lights <laughs> off, but. Is it a lack of 
effort or a lack of confidence in what the play call, the play calls that you're being given. Interesting. Look, I okay. So we definitely did see. Of course, Cam came out of the game late in the game. Right move there. Why not? The team was playing horrible. He's playing horrible. Um, the the records that he sent set were incredibly bad from this past weekend and that he had the worst completion percentage by a former NFL MVP, just five of 21 pass attempts, um, the interceptions that he threw, two of them, as, as you were talking about earlier, um, just this is all around struggle. Then you lose McCaffrey injuries continue for him. Um, he's done for the rest of the season. And as you mentioned, it's not just an issue of on the field. It seems like there is a disconnect and I oh, know there's there some, some calls for Joe Brady's head <laughs> to be out. Like, Well, they've been calling for Joe Brady since last yeah. season, to be honest with you. That's also true. Um, and <laughs> Joe I the first to get ready to go. <laughs> listen, they've been ready to, to ship Joe back to, to the Cajuns <laughs> for the longest. They're like, oh, Ellis, you got to open and buy Joe. Like, they're ready <laughs> to get rid of Joe. And it's so weird because the Panthers fan base is ready for him to go. But then just last offseason, he was getting head coaching calls, which yeah. I never agreed well, with. I thought that, that was mm-hmm. very premature. It was mm-hmm. very premature. Um, not saying that I have anything against Joe Brady, but it was just very premature. Thank you, Aiden. <laughs> right, right. It was very, very premature. Um, you know, I do think that I'm not ruling out that we could see some staff changes during this bye week, but I just don't think that it would be at that level I think that maybe you know you get some ornamental firings and by ornamental firings I mean mm. like some position coaches or something yeah. something to kind of send a message that oh you know we're not going to tolerate losing right and we that saw that in the works if you don't fix it <laughs> but we saw that approach taken with Ron Rivera before he was ultimately let go we saw some position coaches let go and it's like okay now what's that going to do like, what's that really going to do? Right. So we saw those changes before we saw Ron um, ultimately um, be let go. But it's definitely a disconnect. And, you know, like I, I, t- I felt like Matt Rule kind of trying to try to pack me up in that post game last night. Um, I asked him, I said, you know, every week you guys will say, oh, we had a great confident week of practice and we felt great coming into this game. And you hear people talking about account. These were the, the three themes throughout this season oh we have to hold each other accountable we have to be accountable ourselves do your job you know we have to execute you're hearing all of those things and it's just not translating to the product that the Panthers are putting on the field on Sundays and when I asked him that he's like well I think that's the media thing you guys say that so me being I know we said we weren't going to talk about you know astrological thing astronomical well astrological things anymore we're going to talk about Virgos but you know we got to touch a petty so he said that we are he, definitely petty. We can listen, be petty. So I spent the better part of the day before the Christian McCaffrey news gathering all the news bits where he said exactly that, where he said <laughs> he was saying we got to hold each other accountable. We got to hold each other accountable. Girl, wait till I release the montage because I'm like, nah, you definitely said that. Don't get an attitude with me because I'm asking you why it's not connecting. Everybody wants to know why there's a disconnect. You're going to get those types of questions. And I think Charlotte Media has been very nice, considering if he were in a market like New York. Mm, you know, oh, you yeah. Already, you already know how New York is. Oh, yeah. And I feel like in Charlotte, we are very nice. We are very um, diplomatic for the most part. And I'm just like, so where's the disconnect? Like, what's going on 
throughout practice and throughout the meeting rooms, it's not, you know, translating when you guys get onto the field. It's almost like, is it that the game plan isn't being executed or the game plan needs to change? Like there's some infrastructural issues that have that are that are at play here. You can't say this is a rebuild because the team has made moves in free agency that they're win now moves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you're making win now moves. You you trade for CJ Henderson, who's a former first rounder, also, and you're sending the message that hey, you know, this ain't a rebuild. We're trying we're trying to win right now. Right. So you can't right. do that and then take fall back on the oh, it's a rebuild because they only have one draft pick in the first three rounds in April. So it's like what's gonna happen? Is this this franchise can't be headed to poverty? It should not be. And and this is a team that, I mean, we've seen them kind of up and down throughout the course of the season, but we've seen them put up some impressive, impressive results. Um, You know, of course, my my Eagles did get the job done, but, uh, (laughs) you know, you saw even the way that they were playing in the earlier parts of the season and you were thinking this is a team that that can do a little something, something. So when Cam came in, I'm thinking, oh, wow. That was the missing piece because Sam Darnold was thinking it up. And also, even just for what he brings as a personality, as a, as a leader, you know, I feel like mm-hmm. that might get them over the hump as you talk about that energy and like what's that spark that's needed. But yeah. it seems like they just haven't been. It's always like something else. And you were even saying this of covering the the Panthers, how it's it's a lot. Because oh, it's definitely it's never You're a not going to be bored. Oh no, there's never a dull moment down with the Carolina Panthers. But they do have a bye this week. They do have bye bye bye. They do get this this time off to collect themselves, figure it out for whatever this time is going to give them. Um, if you haven't figured it out by now, I don't know what one more week will give you, but it's cool. Um, but it also does give Cam another week of practice to to you know get some reps in. So before they face the Falcons, and as you talk about that tough schedule looking ahead, what's the first thing you're fixing, Coach Sheena? <laughs> the first thing that I'm fixing, gosh, it's a the backs are kind of against the wall with how late in the season it is. Like the thing that I would have fixed, I would have definitely beefed up the offensive line, but we're past that. There's nothing that can be done about that now. Um, The first thing that I am fixing, um, if you're Phil Snow, I'm going back to the drawing board. I'm going back to what worked. Um, You got to have a talk with Dante Jackson Mm. because he's getting beat, but there's some of those, and I'm not even being a homer. There's some of those that aren't his fault where if you're a novice football watcher, football, you know, um, observer, and you're looking, you're like, dang, d got beat. But you don't know that he was supposed to have safety help over the top. And the right, right. It's not all Slipped him. in coverage. Right. And he he's, he's been hung out to dry quite yeah. a few times, but that's one of the, that's one of the things that comes with being a corner. You got to take on that responsibility. You're on an island. So if you do get beat, uh, people are, are rarely looking to the safety. Like if you're just somebody, if you're a casual fan, you're not looking at the safety. You're like, man, d is getting beat by the wide receiver ones every single mm-hmm. week. But if I'm Phil Snow, I'm going back to the drawing board. I'm going back to playing fast. I'm going back to what worked. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. So aside from Carolina's terrible loss to Miami, who did you feel like looking across the league? Were there any surprises in, in the games this week that that's jumped out at you of uh, some upsets or some other teams aside from the Panthers that underperformed and kind of um, disappointed? 
I haven't gotten a chance to look at a lot of other games this week, um, mainly because it was an away game, so I was traveling. So I'll have to go back and look at the scores. I did see where the Giants beat the Eagles. I'm not taking shots. Like, I, mean, no, I, don't have, I don't have a dog in the fight. Reminder. Yeah, I don't have a dog in the fight. So I thought that that was, um, that was interesting, especially Jalen Hurts had been on a tear. Like, he's been on a rampage lately. Um, yeah. Man, I got to go. The Panthers had the most surprising game. I'm sorry. <laughs> No yeah. one expected that. Like it wasn't that they were, were runaway favorites, but no one expected that. Aiden, can you plug that in? <laughs> yeah, look, for the Eagles, um, definitely coming off of two straight wins and mm-hmm. going in against a divisional foe in the Giants. I was absolutely expecting that to be a shoe-in. Um, and hoping that would be a, a nice easy win. But if, like our teams like to do, no, of yeah. course that's not the case. Soon as you soon as you get excited and think that we're turning a corner, here we go again, playing terrible and, and losing. Right. Um, I, do, <laughs> I do think that the Panthers were unfortunately um, one of the bigger upsets, so to speak, of the week. <laughs> well, that thing was atrocious. I don't even think the Dolphins thought they were going to beat them by that much. But one other thing um, from Coach Sheena, if I'm, I'm, and I'm talking on the defensive side of the ball because that's where they're going to have the most ability to affect. You know, the offensive mm-hmm. line is what it is. Um, you know, Cam has CMC is out. That that is what it is. Nothing you can do about that. But um, I got to see Stephon Gilmore on the the number one receiver more. I got to see him travel with that number one receiver more. Um, he's still on a pitch count. I don't know where he is in that development. Um, they're still mm-hmm. using him in very, very limited packages, but he has to see the field more. Yeah, I, I think the field more. think it's time for some changes to be made. Um, definitely, if, it, if it's not working, fix it. You know, it's usually if it ain't broke, Absolutely. don't fix it, but it's broke, so fix it. It's broke. <laughs> it's it a little it broke. So fix some things. Um, there are a number of teams. I mean, look, this is the beauty of this season, I will say, for all fans across the league. We're all cheering one week, beating our heads over the table the next week because our teams just continue to struggle and continue to let us down. And I just think that for the Panthers, of course, it was a bad week. They struggled. Um, Looking at even the Chargers, Justin Herbert and the Chargers were a team that everybody was sold on and now has really been struggling as of late. And the you know to see the Chargers drop a, a pretty big loss to the Broncos. Um, you know, that kind of kind of surprised me in that sense. I know Mike Patton, you are tuned in talking about the 49ers. Yeah, absolutely. The 49ers beat the Vikings. They win their third straight. The 49ers have been one of those up, up and down teams. So this is this they is have. just what we've been seeing all season of, oh. of teams being so like any given week, anything the Rams. Yeah. I the did Rams catch that. Patton. I caught that one and I was a little surprised because, yes. you know, people were pretty much putting the Rams in the Super Bowl already. I did. <laughs> I'm one of the, I'm people. People were putting them in the Super Bowl and I kind of caught that, that, that um game. And I was like, you know what else stood out on the particular play that I saw? Russell Douglas's pick six and how he used to be with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And look at him now. <laughs> Balling. That's... He's having a good year. He definitely is. But it would have been nice to have a good year in Carolina. <laughs> Listen, like that. That part. Everybody, listen. Everybody goes to another team and balls out. <laughs> like the fact that Graham Cano, Graham Cano had a revenge game. Like, I, I was that the first time a kicker had a revenge game. Uh, most likely, you know, the that was literally like rubbing my records that are not. I was good. like, 
the kicker had a revenge game. That's that's all I'm gonna yeah. say. So that that's yeah, that's the part that was I would say was surprising. Uh, other okay. than the Panthers, I, I'm gonna go with the Rams. So I'll, I'll say that was a yeah. surprising loss. Yes, definitely, definitely seeing some. You know, each week I thought the Patriots beating the Titans was was big. That definitely caught me a little bit by surprise. Well, they're decimated though. They, they are a lot of injuries. Under well, yes, yes. Um, yeah, they've had, the Titans have, they have, have they've, and it's a shame because they also are a team that was in that discuss. I won't say Super Bowl discussion. I know Mike Patton's probably disagreeing with me right now, but I didn't <laughs> have a Super Bowl discussion. I just put them in a deep playoff run discussion. But they have been yeah. so injury bitten, and the Patriots have been on the other end on it. You know, just trending in the right direction. Uh, I got to hand it to Bill Belichick. He's he's got Mac Jones and the Patriots looking looking pretty good. Looking pretty good because I listen. I was a skeptic. I was a thousand percent a skeptic. I was a skeptic, oh, yeah. and I am okay with admitting that I was wrong. Mm. <laughs> I, I was wrong. I was wrong about him, and I was wrong about Josh Allen. But a lot of people. Special. Oh yeah, a lot of people. It's it's just always interesting those those players that drop off in the draft, and you look at all the teams that passed up on them, all the people that under you know um, didn't really have any expectations for them, and the way they come into the league. I, I love to see yeah. it from underdogs in that sense. For yeah. sure. Well, look, you have a buy this week. Fortunately, do, your team, you get, you all probably need to buy. Um, do you have but, look, that's what I was saying. Like the Panthers fans deserve a break. <laughs> no, they deserve a break from this team. I know they're tired. I know they're tired. Like you got your hopes up. Just for yeah. that. I, I'm, I'm still flabbergasted. That's, yeah. that's the worst I've seen them look since I've covered the team. But yeah, the Panthers fans, y'all deserve that bye. Mm-hmm. This is for Relax. you. Relax. Have some wine, not beer. Have some wine. You guys deserve yeah. to unwind and relax. Because this last stretch. Yes. Well, do you have, um, I do want to give, I knew Mike was going to, I knew, I should have known you were somewhere typing away. Like, oh, right listen, he could impress him fast impressed. enough. He could not press send fast enough. He was like, I knew it. I knew it. Yes, if they do get Derrick Henry back, um, and he should be back in time for the playoffs, AJ Brown, Julio, yes, it is a whole different team. It's just a difference. We haven't been playing. As we all know, these are some supernatural superstar athletes, but it's still, you still are human in that you need those reps, you need those snaps, you need that practice time. And when you've missed so much, it is hard to, to get right back in. So I think we'll have right. to pay attention to that timeline of when they get back, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Sheena, I know that um, you have a lot of great work that you're doing with, with your shows, oh, with your you. content. So where can people follow you and keep up with all that you're doing? Promo and plug, everything you've got going on. Girl. So <laughs> I am on Fox 46, normally on Monday mornings at nine, but Matt Rule's availability was today because of the buy. So I'll be there tomorrow fox46.com if you guys are not in the Charlotte area the nine o'clock hour we'll be talking about the state of the Panthers um you can find me on Instagram and Twitter I have the same handle Sheena underscore Marie the number three um this week is also the week for halftime reports my bi-weekly sports column on Revolt TV so you guys can go and check that out this week we'll be profiling um overtime elite out in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's, I had a lot of fun working with them. So I hope you guys tap in and check that out. 
And oh, and I just dropped another podcast. The Quick Blitz podcast is out today. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you guys subscribe. Normally we drop episodes on Wednesdays, but there was so much news today. We just had to drop one today. I love it. And according to Mike, you dropped a great show, All Gas, No Break. Um, I'm sure you were. I can feel the frustration through the screen and I'm sure you were just letting them have it. <laughs> wait till I finish packing Matt Rule up talking about he didn't say accountability. Just you wait. I was like, dang, I have a lot of videos. This isn't gonna fit on Instagram. So I'm trying to edit and chop that up because I'm like, now nah, I know I heard you say that. So be on the lookout for that. We don't forget things. We remember all Ever. the details, everything. Like we have mental screenshots. Okay. <laughs> Facts. Well, thank you so much, Gina. I appreciate you for taking time to join us here on Beyond the Headlines to talk about the Panthers. I mean, the timing, I was originally saying, oh, great timing. There's a lot to talk about the Panthers, but as you mentioned, there's always a lot to talk about with the Panthers. So hopefully they they can finish out the season in a more positive way and maybe next year, which is also, I feel like, the go-to line for the Panthers. Maybe next year. <laughs> Girl, they'll find something else to be wrong next year. We got to figure out a way to stop paying three quarterbacks that aren't on or two quarterbacks that aren't on the roster or not mm. going to be on the roster. Yeah. Yeah. That, that could be going somewhere else to another player. So it's cool. You know, everything's fine. It's fine. Um, it's totally just a fine. dumpster fire. It's no big deal. It's a complete dumpster <laughs> fire every year. And it's always a different dumpster on fire, but it's always a fire. So it's fine. Always <laughs> a fire to be put out, man. Always. Oh, I feel your pain on that. And for everybody uh, give Sheena a follow. Check out her show and her content and all the great things that she's doing um, across her Panthers coverage. So thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Beyond the Headlines. Sheena, thanks for being our special guest. And for everybody tuning in. Thank you guys in. for being patient with all my lighting issues and the fact that I had to reroute and he still came up here. And now he got the audacity to be asleep. But that's, <laughs> that's why the light has been on. <laughs> kids have kids they say it'll be fun they say oh <laughs> uh, well thanks to your son Aiden your five-year-old for joining us too on the show and being your lighting right. uh, crew I My guess lighting crew. Right. <laughs> having some fun um and for everybody tuned in be sure to give us a follow across all social media and across all your podcast platforms that are bringing you new episodes each and every week. So again, give Sheena a follow. Here's her handles at Sheena underscore Marie three to check out all the great football coverage and content workouts and all the food. <laughs> food. Check it it's out. Not, because maybe I, need a post a workout. I need to post a workout video with all the food. I'd be trying to balance it out. <laughs> Honestly, it looks, it's very inspirational and the food looks bomb. So Thank you. a cooking show. I know Mike was also saying that too. A cooking show might be, have to be in the works at some point <laughs> to add to your already busy chaotic schedule. <laughs> But thank you all. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Continue to be blessed. Find that balance, doing what you love, aligning with what you, what matters most to you, as Sheena was, was sharing earlier. And I look forward to seeing you guys back here for more on Beyond the Headlines. See you guys next time. Have a good one. Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines with Renee White.